Yo, what's up? This is Flex Alexander. It's your man Carl Payne. And you're listening to the Eminem and Eminem show. Mm, okay. <laughs> Did I say too many M's? <laughs> what's going on, world? This is your man, Mr. Mac. I'm Crystal Levin. This is the Eminem and M show, a.k.a. the okay. show coming to you live and direct with talented people that we find all over the place. This one we found on the other end of the camera. He specializes in making beautiful people look better and ugly people look great. I am an example of <laughs> making me great again, and it's all thanks to that guy. Could you please state your name so people know that I'm not lying? Hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Steve Mahalchik, and I'm a fashion runway photographer here in New York City. Woo! So, this is crazy. Like, I met you... So this is my friend, by the way. I'm just going to flex on him a little bit. So I was actually hired to do a shoot, and you were the photographer. And it was for right. some dear friends of ours. Yes, yeah, the uh, people over at Play Hard Look Dope. Yep. John and Ebony. They are so cool. I love them. I a love black them. woman named Ebony is just awesome. I mean, anyway, it's just... really hard to beat that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and a white guy we... with a ponytail who dates her. It's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> we just shot just yesterday, happened. and, you know, oh, really? it just always good vibes with them they have a great company and stuff and yeah. i'm actually wearing their uh their uh black lives matter bracelet right here that they oh, made that's what's up they have, yeah. he's yeah. mecca is really into stones he always he has a friend that makes um, some stoneware too and he's really into crystals and that out to the good people at stone and shadow right we have nice that stone looks awesome people. i just answered my own damn question from earlier in just now i was saying there's so many fake instagram or i don't know if they're fake Instagram rock sellers, right? Yes, you get, the fake, you get the fake um, gem rock mm -hmm. pages. I'm like, yeah. what are they really? Is this like, I mean, I don't want to make light of it, but is this like sex trafficking front? Like, what is this? Because yeah. there's so many of them. Like, <laughs> there the there are a ton of them. And like, from what I see and everything, like, it's all cheap stuff. Like, yeah. nothing's as good of like, you know, everything that I'm wearing and everything. Right, um, but well, these you actually know what they are. There's, there's like, you know, we know where they're sourced from. They have certain spiritual properties, and right, like, exactly. You know what? This is like everything else in in modern, especially COVID times, right? This is like everything right. else. You because people aren't ready to, and this was always going to be the downfall, the that the drawback to online shopping. When you can't put your hands on it, when you can't put it on, when you can't feel the touch weight it of it, feel it <laughs> you have to trust that your eyes are not deceiving you. Much like Instagram models. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You have to trust that she's actually that pretty. You have to trust that she's actually that tall. You have to trust... Her trust waist that is that pinched and her butt is that round. Really? Right. You have to trust <laughs> that she's actually that shape. Now, you know, the guy we have can actually vouch for those kinds of things. My personal, the person that I get all my jewels from, Stone and Shadow, uh, I know through meeting her and, and holding the jewels and getting some of my own stuff that all her stuff is real. You know that all the models that you deal with are real deal Holyfield, but thanks to right. the world of Have you, you know visuals and, and visuals only, People are being fooled. So you may yeah. order some stones that are actually plastic or just some polished rocks and have right. nothing to do with anything and you'll never know anything because or, we're now in a, in a position where we can't see things. You can't even go to they, the store. Or they anymore. bank on the return policy that nobody ever wants to actually ship things back. Exactly. And also, so I was going to yeah. say, have you been catfished? Because I'm sure if a girl shows up and she's not what she looked like, you're also just there already. So we might as well shoot maybe. I'm not, I'm, you know what I mean? The return policy on authenticity. Humans. Oh, on authenticity. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and that's why, like, I feel with every brand, every model, even myself, it's very important to, to show a lot of what you do and how you do it in your face, your lifestyle and everything. Um, right. It's great to have a face behind the brand. I know for myself, a lot of photographers don't shoot themselves or, sh or show themselves, but you want to know who's coming to photograph you. And I think it's important that they know, like, you know, who I am, who I'm friends with, how I shoot, who I shoot. That's very yeah. important. Yeah, because sometimes it's just the work, but also it's like the person matters. Somebody recently asked me, I can't say who, um, for he has a, a new younger girlfriend and she wants to do a nude shoot. She's never done that. So he was asking me for photographers. Right. So I sent him a couple. Um, he said, have you shot with them? Have you shot nude with them? And I was like, well, A, I haven't shot nude in a very, very long time. And when I did, it was, anyway, for the internets. 
don't go Googling that. But <laughs> for those of you, but the point is, and then he said, well, we were thinking a female photographer for comfort's right. sake. And I was like, you also want good photos. Um, yes. And no man that I've ever shot with, shy of one person, and that was way back, was ever creepy. Like photographers aren't, most of them, good photographers, Shouldn't are be. not out there, are not out there to get their jollies. Like they, it's really mm. an art form. Right. It's yeah. art, like I'm trying to get the right shot. If I, and you right. don't want her whatever hanging out being, you know, you don't want messy. You want it to right. look amazing. You're trying to make art. Yeah, and so <laughs> and so the, the one thing from a, a client's point of view, mm -hmm. if you're choosing a photographer, you want to kind of see a photographer that does everything, shoots men, women, like who, whatever it may be. If you see someone where their photography is okay and they're just shooting nude girls, that's a red flag. Because Absolutely. You know, I always say with my art, like I have my blood, sweat and tears in this, like so much went into what I do. I'm still learning. I'll never stop learning. But you can see the authenticity when you look at my page. You right. know, I work with everyone as long as you're willing to create art. Right. Yeah, I well, feel also, bad for photographers because you guys are suffering. <laughs> photographers, models, rappers, I think, I. I yeah, rappers, sometimes mm. singers, but more photographers and models and rappers. I think those three genres are really being just attacked and watered down by the internet, by people who think that I have an iPhone, I have a mirror, I'm now a model, or I have an iPhone, I have an attachment, I have a filter, I'm now a mm -hmm. photographer. And or I can put a couple of words together. I have a place to make beats. I can record. I'm now a rapper. Like those three things are so. Because they're th easily, th they're individual and they're right. like easily replaced. Actors, right. you still need budget to create and other people to create a film. A singer, um, right. you still have athletics, to actually be able to hit to a note. Right. Athletics, you can't really fake. You right. have to be able to do that. And more of the technical, you know, if you're an engineer, if you're a crap engineer, you people are going to know. Clear. But these are like the three things where even other genres of art, like you can't walk into a ballet studio and start tap dancing and say, this is the new ballet. They're going to throw you out. You right. can't go into a tap dance studio, start doing ballet and say, this is the new tap. They're going to throw you out like they will right. you out of the place. Photography, photography, rapping, modeling, those are like three of the art forms where you can just freak it. There's kind I'm not of actually no governing well. body. There's not a real qualified voice uh -huh. that says, you are not a photographer. What you're doing is crap. I don't care if you're taking pictures, but are you a photographer? It's still a right. crap photo, and here are the reasons why. I don't care if, like, you're. Uh, underdog or, or you don't have the equipment just because i don't have the equipment doesn't mean i'm not a photographer no that's not why you're just really not a photographer because you take a real photographer pictures. could take stuff with bad equipment yes that's true that's or true and i believe in that whatever. yeah yeah you know how to frame a photo you know about lighting right i mean you could right so the thing is with that is there are a lot of iphone photographers there's a lot of soundcloud rappers and instagram like fake models and everything but only the ones that are like i said putting their blood sweat and tears into their art, those are the ones that will rise. Right, the cream rises to the top, it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can never pick up a mic, pick up a camera and say, I'm gonna be the best overnight. That's just not how it works. Is it the 10,000 hours? I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing this, uh, I, I started training myself for uh, nine years ago and five years in business. And it took three years of business to start gaining a book and like getting clients on a consistent and everything. So, I mean, nothing will happen overnight unless you have some weird talent that just catches on and goes viral. Everything mm -hmm. else, you know, even if you hear a new rapper, a new photographer, whatever, you're, you're going to see a backstory to that. Like right. I started this when I was 10 and my parents helped me and right. You well, know. I always wanted to do this. I secretly did it. Uh, right. I did finance and then I finally followed my passion, but there yes. was a reason or some, some part of it that was, um, what I was going to ask. If you're a rapper, you still just might be crap. Plenty of those get started overnight, make a whole bunch of money, but they're they're crap. They're, you're still bad. You're still really, really bad. I think... Well, you can I, do something for a long time and still be crap at it, too. But yeah, generally, I, you get better than you were. 
totally. But, <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, they're putting hard work into it and promoting themselves. Right. right. Well, and they're that all, is a talent. Almost... Self-promotion is a talent also. I mean, that's what the yeah, Kardashians have. I believe in that a lot, lot too. Yeah. They don't do much of a thing. It is a talent. It is a talent. Self-promotion is, is a talent. That I, is talent. I refuse to accept it as a substitute for the actual talent. Yeah. Like for the artistic talent. I don't think it's an artistic talent. I think it's a talent. Well, it's kind of like accepting beauty accept even it. if it's fake. It's kind of like accepting, it's kind of like accepting beauty even if it's fake. Like, I think, you know, the Kardashians are pretty stunning people, but a lot of them have work. So mm -hmm. I can't say that they don't look good to some extent. I mean, I don't right. like right. Di diaper booties, but <laughs> it's a little <laughs> too full. It's a little too full for me, but to each their own. I guess my point is you can't deny if the result is basically good, but I prefer, like you said, a backstory. I prefer a substance or a qualified opinion. That's, you know, that's why I worded it the way that I did. Yeah. I will never place one, I will never value one over the other. I think there are levels. A crap rapper who makes a million dollars versus a dope rapper who makes a hundred grand or maybe still has a day job. Crap rapper and dope rapper are still the qualifiers here. Like you may have been able to make a lot yeah. of money, but the money didn't make you a better artist. This guy, right, not made a whole bunch of money, but he still hands down has more talent in one hand that holds the mic than you have in your entire body. Mm. Likewise, Crystal, for instance, and I, I, I put this. If anybody goes yeah. over to my IG. And you look at my story time. I saved it in my stories. I, I documented oh, my entire shoot day with. Oh, so uh, entertaining! Yeah, the entire shoot day that we just did with this. Very yeah, that was awesome. Photographer, you like that? Yeah, yeah I funny. loved it. I was. That was, I was so nice. Thank you. My no, attention. Right. All I had to do was, was tell wrapped. the truth. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. like, come on, next story, next frame. <laughs> all I had to do was tell the truth. But in in that instance, in that story, during that story, where I, I document our entire shoot. What I noticed is there will be women who can have more body than Crystal, right? Bigger boobs, bigger butt, might be taller, might be whatever, whatever, might be uh, whatever, might be more, just more Less body than scars. However, <laughs> Crystal starts modeling, Crystal turns it on. Yes. You dig what I mean? Like you couldn't have yeah. more body. Talent. Will that it's make you a better skill. model than Crystal? No, because Crystal is like no. a model in real life and she really does this in front of the camera and turns on a switch that you can't hit, even though you have all this extra body that somebody added in a surgery room somewhere. Like, right. Or even, or even some people with amazing bodies they've worked on, but I'm making love to the camera, if you will. Yes, personality's big. Right. No. Well, also knowing what the camera sees. Like, you take enough photos. Okay, not everybody. You, you can just literally... Okay, I'll give an example. Um, a near and dear friend of mine has gotten fit several times and fallen off. Um, the difference is this time around, he decided to learn as he... Like, he just he used to hire trainers just to get him where he wanted to right. be. Now right. he understands health and fitness to where he's part of the system. He, he could use a trainer or not. He could use a nutritionist or not. Right. He could get pre-boxed pre meals or not because you know how to finagle right. the system. So for me, for modeling, like half of it is paying attention to what the photographer is doing and how it comes out and how the edits could be and where the lighting is. You know, do you feel the light on and, your face? Yeah. Am I behind Mecca? Is don't, he getting all the light? Don't give it away, Chris. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. No, These but you know what? You're going to be teaching oh. soon. Don't give it away. Ah, well, the class away. is coming soon on my master yeah, don't class. Don't give it away. They, they don't need to know. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. But I'm saying just being aware of the other side of the camera, that's what a good actor or a good model or a good yes. rapper. Like on stage, you have to know how you look and how it sounds through the mic, not just how it sounds in your shower or on your auto tune. And since yeah. we're on the subject, yeah. I can tell you one thing. Uh, I'm nervous before every shoot I do. It just, I think it's good. It keeps you on edge and everything. It keeps your, your knife sharp and all that. But you're one of the only models that I work with that makes me nervous during the shoot that I got to keep up with you because I know you're such a pro. And I got to make sure that I'm getting the right angles and shooting the right things and everything and keeping up. So that's... 
Oh, a wow. little admission to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make nobody nervous. We were playing Kings last night. Speaking of, this is my little alley. I went to yeah. a COVID-free house party. We were, we were rather careful, but it also, nice. it was one of the first times I've been around some of these people that, like, since the pandemic, so everyone was yeah. like, you know, I'll keep your drinks separate, keep, you know, wash your hands a lot. Mm. But we were playing Kings, and um, one of the, every time you pull a King, you get to make a new rule for the whole group. These are Right, okay. Kings, right? And, yeah. and one was, you had to move the little man from one shoulder to the other before you drink. And then the next person that got it, they added onto that, and you have to lick your lips before you drink. Okay. <laughs> so, and look at the guy who made the rule. Like, it didn't, it wasn't part of the rule, but it just happened. So every time we take a sip, it was, it was take the guy, and <laughs> it was so right, yeah. <laughs> and every single guy in the room was like, Crystal's making us nervous. Cause like, <laughs> it was just too much because I couldn't do it halfway. It was right. the full performance level of oh, that's so slip licking and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shimmy well, see, shimmy lick and drink. Yeah, you're always but, on point. <laughs> but, and I was like, everyone else is in, invited to join the party. I'm just an extra type person. Whoever, yeah, exactly. whoever, whoever the thirst bucket is who came up with that rule, I just want you to know that was pure thirst business, and we all see it. He was. He's not listening to this. Hopefully, he's an awesome like doctoral student nerd. Like a he, complete thirst bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're gonna say, just add on thirst bucket. <laughs> thirst that was pure bucket. thirst bucket so, material. My next. Ali, question is because I'm a lot of personality, and you shoot, you shot other artists, other, you know, personalities and stuff. What's I want to hear some some stories. I want to hear something exciting or weird or or unfortunate. You don't have to name names if you don't if it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I may have to skip some names, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I shoot everyone. Mm -hmm. I shoot, you know, like I have no limits in the studio. If you're coming into work, let's shoot and just you know i love working with all different types of people um i've had everything from tits to penises in my lens and everything and uh it, it's all art to me though and i i mean i've had some shoots where we started shooting and then we found a bottle of uh like hennessy in the studio next thing you know everyone's drunk and i don't even have the camera anymore and they're shooting me but Again, <laughs> the biggest thing is we're all having fun all the time. Right. And I always try to keep a very fun environment, you know, great music, great people around and stuff. And we did I that. think we do that. doing that, thank you. <laughs> I think doing that helps the model and it helps myself just kind of like let our hair down and just really come across as ourselves through the lens. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got to know how you keep. Uh, 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 an environment with fidelity in it. That whole thing you just mentioned is like the plot of almost every other porn I've seen in my adolescence. Yeah. <laughs> I taking pictures, liquor gets involved. Oh, yeah. money the shot. The girls take like, the camera and now they're riding him. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Money shot. Completely. Like that's a whole, there's a whole series that goes like that. I've seen almost all of them talking all my business. <laughs> right. And, and all we need is a pizza boy. <laughs> oh, right, we should have ordered pizza. No, we shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> and, wait, and, and you're—if I'm not mistaken—I don't want to tell your business, but relationship status. You are married. Okay, and with a kid. Yeah, two kids. Two. Jesus. Have, uh, okay, so how do you? How does it never? Does it ever get? Has it ever been? Does Could it ever you, get dicey? Does she trust you? I'm like, where did? How does this work? So, okay, so in the studio, I keep it, everything. making people in your studio. Most of no, the have so I'll tell of... you this. Uh, well, first of all, uh, the thought of my wife finding out anything is enough to keep me, you know, like <laughs> on the straight and narrow. <laughs> uh, but also, um, I would never do anything to her anyway. But also, when I'm shooting, all I can think about is what I'm doing and, and do I have the right shot? Like, I, I don't even, seeing a naked person is just like, a banker holding money all day. Right. It just, uh, you know, they, it loses, it's like, you know, they they want to know where they put it, what accounts and everything. And I want to know like, am I shooting right? Is the lighting right? Did I get the right angle? And I'm so in that zone, it doesn't phase me. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, it, what's that? 
Mecca's face. I said, does he not buy it? No, no. Okay, I'm curious. I, you know, no, for a second, that... I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. But, right. however, however, his theory actually makes sense because yeah. if it wasn't that, then you figure a gynecologist would like they'd all be virgins. They they never have any like hunt. If right. you, if you if no gynecologist could stay married if it was like I'm thinking because you figured he'd wow. come home and be like, honey, if I have to see one more of those today, I swear to God, yeah, put that <laughs> thing away. I left that at the office. Get out of here. Like, but that, <laughs> right. that actually makes but sense. Right. A banker holding money, a gynecologist holding kittens, and yeah, looking at Nate nudity. All right, okay. right. Okay, and, sense. you know, uh, of course, like. Uh, Afterwards, when I'm able to see the pictures, I appreciate the beauty and everyone and stuff. But like, nothing ever goes off the rails like in that sense in the studio. And the other thing too is the moment a photographer starts doing that and becomes a reputation of having that, mm. you're never gonna advance. Mm -hmm. And I work with so. celebrities and all different walks of life. Even you know, we have children in the studio, and I never want that reputation. It's just not worth it. Absolutely. Mm. I, there's somebody that I. Um... I'm trying to think if I, I can't remember if I actually know her, if I just know her through Instagram, which is a okay. horrible problem to have, but I feel like I know her so well because she shares a lot of her life, but she, she did an entire story time, kind of like Mecca did, about a photographer that, um, that had shamed, body shamed, slut shamed, and then tried to hit hit on her and then refused to give her all the pictures because oh, she that's was terrible. down, and it was just this whole thing, and at, at the end, like a couple days later, she actually did post the guy's name because she was like, my whole point in saying this is that you shouldn't be safe. You shouldn't be free to have a career if this is the type of, if you're abusing your career. Like, Correct. And you're abusing no. people within your career. So she did put his name out. Um, and it was like, it was somebody that I've heard of. And it was, you know, well-known. Yeah, I, like I, I or any other photographer does not have the right to do anything well wrong say anything wrong about anyone's body because first of all there's nothing wrong with anyone's body that's who they are that's who they are at the moment and everything but second right. of all it's my job as a photographer to work around everyone's like you know beauty and stuff and get the right. best out of them what people would call flaws are just you know you right ways and, to you get know, creative it's funny, or whatever um, <laughs> I, I went i can't name names on this one either because the person became famous thankfully they're just in vogue but um I worked with someone at a studio event and the, no, no one was shooting this person. It was a trans person. And again, I saw so much beauty in her and everything. So I took some pictures of her. It ended up going to a publication. She called me and was like, you know, you gave me so much confidence. You're the only photographer that shot me and stuff. Fast forward. She's with one of the largest modeling agencies. She was just in Vogue. She had like a series done on her. Such a beautiful ah. person. But you have to be able to see that beauty. Mm -hmm. Not only like, you know, as a male, as in, in, in men, I mean in women, but also you have to see it in men. You have to see it in whoever is in front of your lens. Right. Well, seeing and beauty is different than attraction. If you can't do that, then... Exactly. Yeah, if you can't do that, then you can't highlight their best features or anything. Right. Hmm. It's so interesting because I've... A lot of because I'm a female model, I know several male models, and it's that's a bad rap. But there's and there's a reason, some some true and some you know just right. unfortunate right. urban legend What's about all, all male models being being gay or oh. have you know the the crossover between metro versus you know experimented yes. versus of male photographers often, unfortunately in the fashion business or designers and stuff can push male models to do things. Right. And same in acting, same everywhere. I mean, men and women are both victims and, um, what's the word? And victimizers. There's females that push their power over men in their businesses and right. you know, um, all, the, all the unexpected ones. But anyway, but back to, to male models, it was so strange to me, like the way that some of my friends get approached to shoot. Because it's, it almost seems like a Tinder date or like a grinder date. Like, are you available? Yes. Are you here? Like, you're hot. Or, but like, seeing the beauty in somebody is different than being attracted to them. Right. Oh um, yeah. And when I first started out, it was very hard <laughs> for me because I'm not like, like I've been married for a very long time, but like I've never been like a player or anything, you know, with women. 
So I like when I first started out, I needed some models. So I would like DM people like, hey, uh, I got a camera. You want to shoot? It's like you hear nothing back. You know, <laughs> it's like the worst pickup line at a bar. You're going to you're yeah, going to end so, up like, on they, some of those creep websites. You keep I'm glad you let that one go. Right. You figured out a new approach. Yeah. So how did you get get going? How did you get your first, you know, subjects? Well, I, I actually, in the beginning, all I had was photos of like trees and water, like it was all landscape. But I was invited to go to a fashion photography studio, a workshop, and and just you know try my hand at it and everything. And there so was there like three models. Yeah, there was three models there. Okay. And I made sure I shot with everyone. And then I just like promoted the hell out of those photos. They weren't even great or anything, but people saw always oh, working with some legit models from. Fenton or whatever agency it was mm. and um, and then some people actually started contacting me that were just like Instagram models but I still took what I can get and I'm very thankful for that mm-hmm. and from there it just branched off and then what really hit was my first uh, runway show during fashion week and, and that's like a phenomenal Catching story. The right. Yo, keep going, keep going. Uh, that's a phenomenal story in itself. Um, I was invited to a show and this, again, this is my first show, and I didn't know like what to do. You've never or been as just a guest. No. Have, so, oh, okay. No, I just applied to come through their through their website, and um, I brought all my camera gear. I had no idea what I was doing, and they're like, "No, you just have standing access." Like you thought you were shooting. I'm like, "No." They invited me, and I'm a photographer. They're like, "You have standing access. You're not shooting the show." So, this other security guard told me like turn away and I was all like sad and everything and he's like look he's like get in the photo pit and don't make a scene and so ah. that's where I shot my first show and you know the pictures turned out pretty good and everything but from there I used those photos to get into other shows like you know on the legit right. level and like everything. slingshotted through mm-hmm. right and so after the show I had a chance to shoot Paris Hilton and then that even threw me even more Right. So, uh, it was just, it was meant to be. I, I fully believe that was meant to be. You know, what are the chances of a stranger getting into the photo pit and a security guard letting, like, it was just meant to happen. Shout out to security guards that, that can tell the difference. Because A, I'm anti, I'm a rule breaker. I hate rules, especially right. ones that don't make sense. Don't tell me yeah. where to go, where not to go. Because stuff for right. safety. But anyway, but there's security that knows, that can just sense. Right? right, security that like knows who sort of belongs in some place, even if you're not on the list. I've been let into places because they're like, she didn't just show up here for nothing. She was invited somehow. Even right, if, you see what I'm saying? They could tell. And, then and it's it, funny. Um, to this day, I he's he's at Spring Studio now. That was at Moynihan Station. I still see him every Fashion Week. Oh, that's cool. So you we always him, reminisce him a on card that a little bit. <laughs> you should, yeah, yeah, you should buy him like a bottle or something. I think yeah. you should buy him a bottle. I think that the trans model that was in Vogue should ask for you by name whenever she's in New York shooting. I think I think there are ways There's definitely some, yeah. to reach back to people who right. have been instrumentally. I was just talking to a couple of journalists. They don't owe you half their career, but... but not, maybe exactly. not, but, yeah. but maybe not, but you recognize that without this specific action on their part, possibly you wouldn't be in the position that you are now and now you're in a position to put them on the map equally as a journalist there are plenty of people who i've interviewed and kind of broken through or even if i didn't break them i supported them in every step of their career i always gave them a look or a good review or not not a good review that they didn't earn but i always interviewed them when no one else wanted to or they weren't really hot right now and then they go that's such a great quality yeah, they hit their zenith, and you see them making a move to go interview with all the people who made it a point to ignore them before, and they one hundred percent don't look back at the guy who kept them afloat or somebody who kept uh, rocking right. with them. And I, I, it's hard not to take that kind of thing personal. So now, right. when I'm in a position, I look around. If somebody actually hooked me up with something that I you know i possibly wouldn't have without that person i make it a point to hey if i got a leg up come here come get this other check from these people they're paying me they're looking for a photographer you're the guy who shot me when nobody else would shoot me come get this check i'm working with you from now on you're my new york photographer 
that's it. You get the money. Case closed. Like, right. yes. Always. Well, and that's you know, like you do your barber. <laughs> like a what? Like you do your barber. My, my barber oh, is right. the only guy who cuts me. I made a point to give him all my money because when well, I didn't and, have a barber. Recommend. It's, it's easy to recommend somebody when they're good and when they've done well by you. Right. I said, uh, right. Um, there was, what was I going to say about people that have always, oh, it was confusing beauty with goodness so some or fame with goodness. So sometimes people get it very confused with who their favorite people are because they think that somebody is wealthy and therefore they are a good person or they're beautiful or hot and therefore they're a good person. Right. When really we, we need to remember and learn what makes a good person is our actions, is how we treat other people, is how we go through this life and business. Because there's some people yes. out there, the, when they screw me over in business, I'm like, how are you alive and working in New York? How, you have screwed me over so badly, been yeah. late, didn't pay, didn't give the product. Like, who are you and how, uh, what, what magic voodoo do you have that people are still letting you live? <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't yeah. make sense. Right. I and just want to live. I, I want I, good reputation. I, I, yeah. I've been I've been stiffed on a couple of jobs too, like where someone didn't pay or, or anything. But uh, I always just go back to like it, it just was never meant to be. I'm not meant to work with them again. And that money that I lost is kind of like a way out of their lives and everything. Right. It's kind of like thank you for showing me who you are. Like right. I, I, I would pay a fee to know early that you're not good for me. <laughs> right. Screw, yeah. Screw that. But I'm you, you know, you got to oh, yeah, with the bad, just like. <laughs> gynecologist has to take the good with the bad you know well most people don't go to the gynecologist for a healthy happy pussy yeah. like they go if, when they if, have if something not, going on <laughs> but what i'm saying if you're not experiencing all this yeah. then you're not trying hard enough you're not working hard enough right right if everything is well there are some i from the outside there's some people that look like they live a golden life but i guarantee anybody that you think that of has their own either personal struggles or ones that they're just not airing out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who airs out their bad business? Instagram isn't built for that. It's not like faking it on Instagram. Pretending to live your best life is not really, I'm not cool with that. But what moment when you're feeling sad do you post yourself looking and feeling sad? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And there are some The impetus there are some to share that, is like, to share joy, I think. Right, or, there or, are some people that display everything, like, can't pay my cell phone this month sucks like but like we all have like things that we're right. dealing with and challenges and but no one i don't think anyone tunes in to see all that because it's too relatable and it takes away from your magic and everything right and the people that do that it kind of comes across like a cry for help which is unfortunate because maybe a kind word is the help that they needed right. not somebody to pay their cell phone bill right like i have there's somebody i follow online and she she must be going through it, but she posts really depressing things. And I said, but you're creating your own loneliness to an extent by dwelling on it so hard. I don't think yes. she should fake a happy life if she's not happy, but like maybe you should some counseling or some self-help books. Cause like posting all the time, how sad you are is not making you happier. Is it? Well, it, it might be, it, it might actually be giving her something like, okay, this is, this is a little weird, it's but you ever heard, yeah, okay. you, you've heard that, you've heard that expression, misery loves company. Wow. Mm. Some people don't need the company. Some people are very happy creating. It, it's, it's hard to explain. There are people who love the complaint. There are people well, who just get off on complaining. It's, it's like a like, self-satisfying thing. Well, people that are very unhealthy, their bodies will reject healthy, healthy food. Healthy food, right. So it's right. the same yeah. thing. Like right. you flipped your like magnets, the magnets, you flip the plus and the minus sign to where misery makes you happy. Yeah, Being, like, yeah. friction and yeah. arguing. Like you don't want a happy relationship. You no, like women no. that threaten to cut your, your, cut your tires women, every other week. I, as a man, go through I've your had, phone and whatever. You're chasing this type of woman. You like spicy? No, no, no. As so a man, I've food. had I've had women tell me that huh. I'm boring. I'm boring to them. Like because I'm not trying to fight with them in the streets, and because I'm not jealous, and because I'm not wilding out and and getting all upset when they talk crazy, and because they can. They talk crazy, and I look at them and go, wow, you're bugging. And then I just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. of a sudden, I'm boring. Instead of fighting the points. I'm yeah. boring. I don't care about them. I, I don't have any emotion. I'm not supporting them. Like, they, women, people will, men and women, first of all, no, no. It's toxic. They're, they're monopoly on the being assholes. Like, that's just not yeah. a thing. They, we, yeah. Neither yeah. one of us do. So, 
there are people who are addicted to drama, addicted to pain, addicted to misery because they get off on it. Don't ask me why. You might as well go ask an SM person why they're into what they're into. But they like that and it's so good that they like it. You will get people, including your homegirl, who, you know, my father was never one for what he called whining. He was good for venting, but you couldn't okay. And I need I asked him what the difference was, and he said, if if you need to let it out en route to doing the thing that you don't want to do, if you need to express how sucky this is en route to getting the thing done, I'm completely with you. If right. all you want to do is complain about the thing you need to do and deviate mm. from doing it, you just want to whine and bitch and complain, I'm not here for that. I'm all for the solution. I'm all for you venting on the way to the solution. I'm not here for you okay. to just complain about it and then do nothing about it and then complain about it when it happens again because you didn't do anything about it the first time. My father well, was yeah. not here for the whining. He was good for he, yeah. you. You could vent to him all I day. You could vent for an hour. But when it was time to do something, you needed to do something. That's a um, great point. And I, I've been on both sides of the fence and everything, but like you said, it's the people that just live that way. They haven't mm -hmm. learned from the past. And well, also, I can totally see your father's point. I was talking to somebody literally today about that because um, their their wife calls constantly with the same issue. Um, and he said, I heard you. I agree with the issue, but why are we still talking about it kind of thing? Mm -hmm. and, right, okay. And and I said, well, were you disagreeing on any aspect of it? Was she expecting, like, uh, if she keeps saying it, maybe she'll get a different reply? And he's like, no, she really didn't want any response. Or, like, she, I was like, what, is there anything you were doing that had her not feeling heard? I was like, this is, like, counseling -ish, like questions because he was just getting more and more frustrated. She's right. literally going in circles. He's like, you just want me to sit here and listen to you vent, vent? Like, I'm much more solution-oriented, but there's something going on there. If you're not looking for the solution, you're in your own rut. You have to you get have out to, of your own way. You have to yeah, stop. Yeah, you you have can to lead stop. a horse to water. You can't make them drink. That person needs to realize that the complaining isn't fixing it. Looking for a solution would make you feel better. You have to stop. Oh, yeah. You Even if it's an it. uncomfortable solution, admitting you're wrong. Um, Most of them are uncomfortable solutions. Nine times out of ten, the solution is uncomfortable. That's why you're whining about it, because you really don't want to do it. I get it. I completely right. get you're it. Avoiding the inevitable. Of, tons of <laughs> right, stuff yeah. that I just, oh, oh, God, I would really rather not be doing this. However, mm -hmm. the problems don't go away when you ignore them. My father used right. to say, action cures anxiety. The second you start doing something, the the anxiety goes like this because now you're actually on the way to do it. just happens. Call it magic, call yes. it whatever you want. But action has always cured anxiety. You stop being anxious about something when you start doing it. What is it? What is it? Right. Worry worry is is um praying to the praying, devil. Yeah, it's praying to, for bad things. Praying to the, to the devil. Bad you're literally happened. praying to the devil when you worry about something that That's so true. That's so true. I, that's right. so true. Can't do it. Can't, those days of mine are completely over. Working at the Source magazine, doing editing, reading the fan letters that came in, watching how fickle people can be, and then watching the artist on the other side of that do everything they could to remain in the good graces of people who did not know them, weren't overly concerned about them, would mm. drop them in a second, wouldn't show up if they're at their funeral if they died tomorrow, and were so fickle that one thing you said, one outfit you wore, one pair of shoes you had on, one way you responded back to a question was enough to turn them off from you completely. That right. fickle, individual jumping through hoops, but, yeah. jumping through hoops that are on fire and covered with razor blades to make these people happy. You cannot do it. Those days of mine are no. completely over. I, I never again. Wow. Never again. I said. Somebody said the word embarrassed the other day. It was like basically a kid. They were like, mom, you're embarrassing me. And I go, I remember the feeling of being embarrassed, but with self-confidence goes away with the concern yes. of what people yeah. think or, you know, cheeks get hot. What do they say? What will they do? Will this be on camera? I've had bad moments on camera. I've had yeah. made mistakes. I've been called out. I've 
face the music if you will. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what? I'm better for it. So like and actually, with uh, wisdom comes or with age comes wisdom a little bit. With experience comes, you know, wisdom right. paying attention. I, it's hard to embarrass You're me so or right scare me. That. Yeah. Because I've kind of seen the worst of it. I peed yeah, my pants and, on um, stage, nobody knew, but I've had like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was nervous that I had to pee and it was my turn to go. And I was just like so screwed. But I can say that now and not be embarrassed. Right. I know you, I'm not the only person that it ever happened. You live to. through it, yeah. And, and actually uh, one <laughs> artist that uh, um they uh Justin Bieber just released his song Lonely, which was pretty much about the period when he was growing up and making stupid mistakes. And but the thing is and you know everyone was judging him and everything, like yeah. saying these things like they know. I was him. judging from afar. I was like, "How is this kid?" Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta understand, like a young kid getting fame and millions of dollars and pretty much really being on his own because you can't let too many people in that circle, mm-hmm. as you guys might know and everything. Um, and you're the gonna make these mistakes growing right. up. And I remember speaking to someone that one day everyone's gonna freaking love this kid. He's gonna be putting out amazing music. And then that's exactly what he did. He grew up, you know, working with amazing artists and the album he did with Skrillex and everything. Like, it's just phenomenal. And right. I, I've he could always sing his ass off, but he also came back to like humanity and, and he found what he found religion. He got a wife. I mean, he did all sorts of things. Right. So I'm, I'm happy for growth. It just really sucks that the world um, is their favorite thing. The internet favorite thing is to tear people apart at their level. Yes. Kick them while they're down. Even if you, even if not everybody deserves all of our love or all of right. our, uh, you know, worship. Right. Uh, but still, and no, and no one's perfect. You know, no one yeah. is perfect. Everyone makes mistakes, and just if an artist or celebrity makes a mistake, it's amplified. And then we have all the judges and trolls coming out of the woodwork to damn them, which is insane. It's horrible. Trolling is is a whole at an all time high. Um, I'm curious about. Working with artists, taking pictures of artists, um, different levels of fame. What do you, people have their own self image. Like for example, when I look at photos of myself, as long as my waist looks small and I don't look stupid in the face, I'm cool. Like, but there's not very much else I'm concerned with. Like whether it's cellulite or um, was my hair in the perfect, you know, was there- Your hair is always perfect. Well, was there a hair fly? You know, like some people they're like, their passion is, how their hair looked in the picture, or right. were the clothes smooth? Um, so, like last right of of approval and judging their own pictures, like what do you run into? Because people people's self esteem and self image and all well, that usually, is all over the usually place. right off the bat. Like uh, some models will get in front of the camera and they're like, "Oh, by the way, don't get this part of my face or whatever." But, but you know, I never like any of that to be an issue or anything. Um, and anything that you see in the lens that you feel might need to be adjusted, sometimes you want to clear it with the model. It might be like a beauty mark that, you know, like like things that people are born with, you should never delete or anything unless you're told to by the model themselves. Right. That's like what I Mary J didn't want her scar showing. Right. Yeah. Years, but and it took, yeah. If someone's shooting and like, like, you know, their bra strap showing or something like that, that's stuff that you take upon yourself to delete if it's not supposed to be in a shot. Um, but, you know, I do work with some people, uh, mainly not in the modeling world, more like in the business world, where they just go on and on picking out all their flaws. And I don't think you should do that because oh half the stuff I've never even noted. Oh, God. Right, because you're your own worst critic, for real, everybody. Like, yeah, but what they you know, think of some... their face as it ages, or how they smile, or welcome lazy to eyes. the life of every man who's ever been in any relationship <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Ladies, I hope you listen to this professional photographer who just told yes. you the bane of all of our existence. You see stuff that only <laughs> you see. I didn't notice it till you pointed it out. Now that you're pointing at it, I can still barely see it, but now I can't not yes, see it yeah. thanks to you. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, <laughs> like you should never like just in life in general, just start out by pointing out your flaws oh. or what you think is a negative because people don't see it. You know, yeah. I'm a big guy and everything. And my weight was an issue with me for a very long time. I was shy up until about six years ago. And now I'm like so happy to be in front of the lens and everything. It's because 
no one's looking at me and saying, wow, he's a big guy or whatever. Mind you, I'm big and sexy, but people <laughs> see me for who I am. Am I a nice yeah. guy? Am I cool? Am I fun to hang out with? Right. Can you trust me? And that's what I am. Do All I that is way work? louder than actual yeah. physical attributes or perfection. Right, exactly. Whatever that is. <laughs> but it took me like 38 years to learn that. Mm. Yeah. Chris, remember well, that video you? shoot that I called you for? Like, uh-huh. Yes. In, in Harlem? Yep. I asked Crystal to come be an extra in a video uh, for me. And you don't have to say the artist's name. I don't want you to. You yep. realize that video has never seen the light of day. Yeah, I've looked for it. You know, she shot, that same artist has shot uh, one, two, three videos to date. Right. She's is found a problem with each and every one of them. Was All it her own image or was it the whole video? Or she no, it was just her. Just her. Um, one of them, she told me, uh, the, the one that we shot specifically, she was wearing a yellow dress where she looked absolutely great. And her thing was the black thing in the dress, like right here, was not supposed to be showing. And meanwhile, wow. no one that. knew that. No one knew that the dress wasn't supposed to look like that. We all thought that that's how it went. And because of that right. one thing. And she was there and there were mirrors. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, after God. she had a chance to sit down and pick it apart, the video, the videos never seen the her. light of day. Yeah, she just, it just ruined it everything. It was such a positive wow. vibe too. She and couldn't get out thing. of her own way long enough to enjoy it. Right. That's that really stinks, man. Yeah, she, she completely, I mean, I got imagine, paid and imagine. I left. I got right. paid and I left. I'm fine. I feel bad for the for the production company that signed her to like a record deal and had her in the studio mm. recording this music and completely did everything ass backwards. And as the publicist, I should have seen this coming because she told me she was a part mm. of a project before. She told me they had shot a video right. before. When I asked her where it was, she said they just screwed it up so bad that it never came out. And I kind of took her word for it. Right. But as we right. continue... Her opinion of screwing something up is not... The video shoot that I truth. sent, that I had Crystal come with me to, the one that I mm-hmm. asked her to be an extra in, so the woman was... She was also three hours late. She was three hours late. That's horrible. Three hours late to yeah, her I own remember shoot. that. I was like, I gotta go soon. Can I go? No. <laughs> Three hours late. There should be a level of respect for everyone. There wasn't. There wasn't. She was three hours late to her own shoot. She didn't have her clothes together before she got there. So once she got there, she still had to get in the clothes and makeup. We ended up having to, they ended up having to buy more time in the studio for her to do her thing. And after it was all said and done, she complained about every step of the video. And then she wanted to call it a test video. And then we were supposed to get together and do an entirely new video. Hell no. That's exactly yeah. what I said. That's why I never worked with her again. Yeah. Well, and also, because what I was going to say is, like, if you imagine, I mean, this is this is for her work, which I, in theory, she, it's your livelihood. It's what you say you want to do, but nothing ever comes out. Is it really what you want to do? I don't know. It's some, some weird mental shit going on there. But imagine taking a picture at your grandma's birthday, and you didn't like how you looked, so you deleted it, and she dies. I mean, everybody dies at some point. But my point yeah. is, like, literally, if your own self-judging, hating can get in the way of, like, things that matter. Like, what really matters is not some perceived perfection. Like, right. people, listen, people think Rick Ross is sexy. I don't, but he's got a lot of personality. And he's, yeah, he's like, a lot yeah. of fun to be around. And probably if I met him, I would agree that he's charismatic as hell. And I get why oh girls hate him yeah. and all that. I get it. I've dated guys that are not necessarily, uh, you know, handsome. I used to call them unfortunate faced and I realized that that's cruel. That I didn't say fun. it to their face. Uh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to curse. I'm glad I stopped myself. That is messed up. That is I was some non-lookers. I dated some non-lookers, but I thought they were sexy as hell when I was with them because everything about them turned me on. Mm. And For me, like, personalities. Why, why are you with them? And then if they do me wrong, then I look back at them like, oh, he was ugly anyway. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what was I really with doing with him? But I thought he was hot because of who I liked. Go ahead, right? Steve. But also, yeah. I think personality is so big. I mean, uh-huh. I've had like 
visibly stunning models in my studio and they have horrible press eyes and I just think they're ugly because of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's celebrities too that like once you have a bad interaction with them, which is why I think you should avoid your heroes or your crushes. I'm so scared to meet Kanye. The I'm one so scared. thing. Oh God, mm -hmm. I'm not. Cause the second I see him, I'm going to punch him in the mouth. I'm 100% going to break his I love his, his old music. I think he's very talented. That old music is gone. Uh, that that guy is Okay, gone. wait. That guy is yeah, changed. So go, go ahead. Go ahead. Right Here over my go. desk. Right over my desk is, is my that boy him right on there. SNL? Yeah. That was given to me by an SNL cast member. Okay. Yeah. It's special okay. and and caring about whatever, but Ooh, wait, what I was trying I, to I say is avoid avoid your crushes oh, yeah, because the one thing the one thing they all have in common, I promise you, everybody listening, I guarantee this is true. They are all human. And they will prove yes. to you at some point, and humans are flawed. And something they do at yeah. some point will disappoint you and the pedestal you put them on. Whether they fart, whether they have bad breath, whether they, and these are all smell things, um, whether they, um, you know, anything. They're going to screw up at some point, whether they ignore you when you think you wanted attention, whether they brush you off because they were busy. People, yes. they, they try to meet their hero and they're like, oh, he was so mean to me. I don't like his music anymore. They're human. It's but you also dangerous. have to understand from the celebrity's point of view, they're attacked by a million people every yeah. second. So but that's what I'm saying. It's like you have to Why should they why open their arms to me at that moment? They don't know. Right. And right. an understanding person would get that. But I understand because there's a couple that I have a bad taste in my mouth. But I'm sure their families and, and people that have good interactions with them love them. I just yes. had such a bad interaction that I don't really... I hear their name. Like Lindsay Lohan, I had some bad interactions with her. Like I was her waitress. She didn't give a shit about me. I'm nobody to her. She treated me as such. Yeah, and but you she, shouldn't this do is back yeah. during her. This is back during her worser years, I guess. Okay. Um, and it just left such a bad taste in my mouth. If somebody says anything about Lindsay, I'm like, mm, she used to be talented. Or or I liked her when she was a kid. Or you know what I mean? But it's I, I have no love loss because of yeah. my interaction right. with her. I'm sure there's people that love her and she's friends with But the scary thing is, you experienced her as a person, not in front of the camera or anything. Mm -hmm. So that's her character then. Yeah, or it's the character, what she was going through in that At part the of her moment life. Or something. Whether it was drug-induced, whether she was, I mean, a lot. She was famous very young too, so she's, she went through a Bieber, Bieber-esque growth. Yeah, you're it, right. It yes. was messy. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it lasted for a lot longer, but... Um, you can grow and you can change, but you still have... You're still responsible for the decisions you made at any yeah. age. And to, as, yeah. long, as, as long as you're a conscious human being, children, yes. we teach them consequences because we understand that at that age, you know better, you know I told you, even if it's just I told you not to do it and you decided to disobey me. We teach them consequences for those reasons. You want to right. see the true measure of a human being? Look at the things they do to people who have absolutely no effect no on their lives. People no who cannot affect them in any way, shape, form, or fashion. People who, man, that's who, that's a how boy, you know a who a person is. Whatever, how do like you treat the person whose disapproval of you? will have no consequence on your life. They can't do anything to you at all. How do you treat those people? Right. The pe When you're in power, that's your true self. Not when you need something. Right. I had a person I worked with at the source. Everybody's nice to kiss ass to get something. I had a person <laughs> I worked with at the source who was over me and this, this she used to do like oh the grimiest stuff all the time. The second we all left and now she's on her own freelancing, She's coming around talking about, hey, could you help me out with this? I'm like, no. One of my people were like, yo, she's not really like that. That was the company making her like that. I was like, no, 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 no. She's 100% like that. This person she's oh. now is the facade. This is the person she needs to be in order to get the stuff that she's powerless to attain on her own. Who she was in power, that was really her. Who she was when she could tell me what to do and bark orders at me and be all kinds mm. of funky and foul and didn't have to be that person, that's who she really was. That's her for real, for real. You're falling for her after that. But that's who she really is. Well, they say Lindsay money Lohan, corrupts. Kanye West, yeah. Justin Bieber. Like, I'm not saying they have to stay these people. I'm not saying they won't change. I'm not saying they won't ever. I'm sure me in power, I've probably treated some people less than what I could have. I've never done it intentionally, but I'm sure I've said something to some people that 
But you know, I it's funny you say that. I but listen, listen. What you just said, I didn't do it intentionally. So I have this another a really really close girlfriend, and she knows this. I mean, it, I can say it. It's Ria. She's late to everything, and and it's just who she is, if you will. Which I also hate that excuse. But when she says it's not like I do this intentionally, and I go, that's fine. I believe you. I don't think that my friends are intentionally trying to make me wait for forty five minutes, right? But you're right, not. Yeah. But you're not. You're unintentionally doing it. What I want you to do is intentionally treat me well. Mm-hmm. Like. Think I don't care you. about the the unintentional is being like reckless, right? It's just like right. accidental, right? But if you recognize a pattern, and we all have, we we learned consequences as children and all this stuff. It's like I right. I wouldn't be friends with you if I thought you were intentionally, you know, being cruel. But I want right. you to intentionally be kind. So when we do make mistakes, like you said, it wasn't you probably treated people less than, and it wasn't intentional. Most like narcissists don't think they're narcissists. Most racists don't call themselves racist. They think right. they have reasons for what they're doing. It's not right. intentional, or it's just how I was raised, or that's just a word that we use, or whatever the. You still excuse. have to eat the consequences. For oh what yeah, you do, even if Absolutely. it's intentional or not. Like even if I've been foul right. to somebody, if they come back around talking about yo, right, that's that is a jerk. I, I sit there and go, I probably may have been. Thing. What happened? Yeah. And then I apologize for it because I let them know that wasn't my intention. And that's the difference. Right. I, I yeah. can say that wasn't my intention and, you know, my fault. I can totally take response. Oh, that does sound kind of foul. Or, or sometimes, wait a minute, I never said that. That's not, that That doesn't sound and, anything like me. I would. Right. I didn't say anything like that. I would that. not have done that. You heard from the wrong person. Something, right. Yeah. Well, it felt like that's what you meant. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not responsible <laughs> yeah. for your feelings. I'm only responsible for my actions. I can't be held responsible for your feelings. I can be held right. accountable for what I do, absolutely. But I can't be held accountable for how you decided to feel about what I did, especially if it wasn't my intention. And that's kind of where you start getting in the muddy waters because yes, I didn't do it on purpose or I didn't do it at all, but you took it a certain way. Now, which one of us is wrong? Right. Like who's, who's well, in the wrong? And that's what here? communication is sometimes. I've been accidentally loose-lipped. Like I just thought I was discussing ideas and subjects or my friends and didn't realize that some of those things were supposed to stay private or or didn't yes. realize how it made that person sound in front you know i'm just sharing the joy or the a story and i don't realize that i'm making someone sound like a thought or like a yes. or, or a drunk like they have a drug problem if i was just like yeah we were all taking molly and she was really lit and i didn't realize that i was telling on someone so and, and, I, back, and this is back in the day, like back when I was younger. Yeah, and, stuff. Yeah. and now it's just, I mean, ta-da! Like, and oh, that goes I, back I to your now. point. <laughs> that goes back to your point of uh, you, it wasn't your intention, but you have to start thinking of how it affects other people. Right. Because I was, I was sharing a story. It was fun for me. Right. And I've been there too. How I've been would, there too. Yeah. How would it sound to someone else? I would say, I told you this in our shoot. I said, I always got to make sure I take some photos that my mom would like to see. Yes. She, doesn't, she doesn't like, she doesn't enjoy seeing, you know, the pout face, the ultra sexy glower, you know. You got to understand, you're always going to be her baby. Right. And so, like, I think of that. I'm like, who else, who's watching this? Not just my Instagram all male following. Like, right. kids might be watching, marketing people are watching, stay at home. Mm moms or dads that like have a much more conservative or you know different view of the world like manhattan is not everything <laughs> like this is right this is, this yeah is high that's, high that's... fast and and we all forget that sex music drugs all those that yes. life that's only a small sliver of the world and people yeah, are living real where, lives with real kids with that's where my indifference starts to kick me in the butt that's yeah. when i start that's when i have to that's when i start <laughs> uh, hand, that's when I start dealing with the consequences of being indifferent. That's when it right. really starts kicking me in the butt. Yeah, because we'd like to be. I, I mean, I don't need everyone to like our show, but I would like to be palatable enough that a large portion of the of the population is interested in what we have to say. So, kissing ass yeah. to do what we want versus actually giving a shit, or you know, that people listen. My, I, <laughs> I, I do. My my philosophy is do your thing and see what happens and then then when you see what happens do you alter your thing 
Now, even slightly, even slightly. It, it really, it, slightly. It, I'm, gonna, to I'm gonna keep it a lot. We used to curse all no, the time. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep, we all well, did it. That's that's not that's that's not that's not my thing. Profanity isn't my thing. I'm it's I'm here thing. to do the job. Like no, I I can curse, but you know, I already, Chris, I've said this to you a million times. My father used to always say, profanity is the language of the weak mind. Lazy. You curse that's first because you lazy. can't think of anything better to say. So mm-hmm. I, I don't. Cursing my dad's like, use your words, use your vocabulary. Yeah, cursing's not my thing. Being myself is my thing. It just so happens that myself can be vulgar or non-vulgar. That's not right. split. That's not splitting hairs of who I am. Do yeah. your thing and see what happens. Now, depends on what I really want to see happen. Will I alter it? Maybe. Maybe if I can. If I can. If if the alteration calls for going from profanity. To not use a profanity? Sure, I can do that. That's yes, yes. That's no harm, no foul. If the well, alteration if caused called for, don't ask any intrusive questions during an interview. Cut your hair off. Take out your lip ring. Uh, speak with an English accent. Okay, well, these are no longer my things. So right. I'm just gonna let you guys have whatever uh, this is, and I'm just gonna example, go do something else. In my in. I guess what I'm sort of getting at is having strong opinions is great. How you share them makes all the difference because mm. A, I could say really horrible things and yeah, we say fuck Trump all the time and you know, we call him 45 yeah. and we want to say his name and then, you know, slash, I also fully truly believe that calling names or yelling, yelling at people with different opinions doesn't make them change their opinion. So we can just, totally we can sit in that. a circle and agree that we all dislike this Trump guy, but yeah, you know, going on and on about it, it's literally just giving fuel to the fire to the people that right. disagree. They're not going to switch sides because I called them idiots. Yeah, no, yeah. How do we actually affect change? That's what because I really I, want to you know, be I, a mature thinking adult, not just a shit. Yeah. Wait, so, on. I mean, I think part of that is like what I always tell my kids. I always tell my kids, never apologize for who you are. You are who you are. Mm-hmm. And like Mech said, like altering it a little for certain situations, yes. But don't ever feel like you have to change your whole being for someone or anyone or any, you know, anything that you're doing. And the more people that understand that will understand, okay, I'm not going to convince you to hate Trump or hate Biden. Let's accept everyone and not, you know, like you can have your opinions. Everyone can have their opinion, but you can't beat someone over the head to change their mind. And that's what's happening right now. It's, right. it's crazy. I'm and not, those of I'm us not... that agree, I, I mean, real quick, I was going to say, I can accept a difference of opinion. And it's really hard to not get angry when our difference of opinion equals pro-violence, pro also is a horrible things like it's really hard to accept that it is but at the same time is accepting is not condoning i'll put it like that. correct yes i yeah, cannot condone your behavior but i also can't beat it out of you that's and that's, right. that's where that's where i think the world starts to get a little foggy especially in this country because i can't change your opinion number one Number two, I'm not interested in changing your opinion. You're, you, I think, I think all the, I think there's enough evidence out there for either side to make an informed decision. Whatever decision you've mm. made is totally intentional. So if we're talking about Trump, I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's any such thing as a naive Trump supporter. I think you know exactly what this dude is. You either decided to ignore it, right? You know who you're, or, or you're in complete denial. Or right. it's okay with you. The stuff he's doing is okay, and you just don't want to say it's okay. None of those things can I talk you out of. Mm-hmm. And right. while while I don't, you don't need my acceptance. Mm-hmm. What you don't have is my approval. And right. what you will have is right. the consequences of your decision. Even if that consequences, even if that consequence is something as benign as me turning my back on you and deciding that this conversation is over. Right. So is our friendship and so is our association. Right. Because you decided that what Trump is doing is okay and I've decided that what he's doing is unacceptable. And if you're co-signing that, I can no longer co-sign you. That's why I draw my line in the sand and I'll accept the consequences that come from that and you accept the consequences that come from this. And we'll call it a day and everybody will be cool. Some people 
ultra violence is necessary. I'm I'm sorry I'm not sorry. Some people need you, you need violence. Smack on the hand. Nobody did that. Now you have to bust them in the mouth because this is this, here here come the consequences of what you decided right. to do. Right. right. And or, like I think if everybody is willing to accept that, if everybody is willing to accept that, I think the world will be a much better place. The problem is those consequences are not being doled out anymore because we want to accept right. it. We just want everybody to be okay with everything. And that's not the case, especially yeah, for but me. This, this constant headbutting is what's creating the extreme right and the extreme left. Because you're busting my balls all day because of my belief. Now I'm going to be even more in your face. Mm-hmm. And more people are getting on that bandwagon now. But, you know, the state that's dividing this country, like something has to give soon. And I hope it's not a give that's going to be very violent or ultra violent, like you're saying. Right, right. You, you right. just can't keep pushing like this. Riots is not gonna... No, I, I hope not right. either. I, I, I don't wish the violence. I understand that it's acceptable because one side has already made a decision. Right. And hopefully they're outnumbered. Like at the end of the day, I can just hope that they're outnumbered and the good people who I know are the good people actually prevail when this whole thing is all said and done. I hope right. the violence is in the form of, you know, violently taking them out of office, like, you know, like swiftly kicking the butt out of the office and, yeah. you know, financial violence, if you will, like protesting and boycotting, like certain businesses that don't do right so that they have to make changes. That's the type of right. violence that I can get behind. Like, right. I will be overtly violent to you in the pockets. Yes. <laughs> but I'm also, yeah. I'm Crystal, so that's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking violent. Uh, I'm not taking violent <laughs> advice from the daughter of Mormons hippies. Like I'm gonna back. Oh, hey, 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 hey! Who said anything about Mormons? Quaker. I did. Quaker. Close enough. Quaker. No. Whoever's on the research. oatmeal box. Do your research. We are far from Mormons, and there's nothing wrong with Mormons in. No, no. Religion. Whoever's on the oatmeal box. The oatmeal Quakers. People. Me. Okay. Great. Groovy. Uh, with a father who's a spy. Moving on. Uh, thank you so much for this interview. Thank you so much for the photo oh, shoot that we did. Me. Could you please let everybody know where they can come find you if they want to deal with a professional, real-life photographer? Who's a lot of Yes. Uh, uh, most of my current work is on Instagram, at SJMPhotoNYC. My website is SJMPhoto.com. And I'm having a blast with TikTok now. Um, I see that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm ha- like, it's really starting to take off and, er- and everything. But um, on TikTok, I'm Stevie Pictures. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Thank you pictures. for joining us. That was, uh, that was awesome. And I can't wait to see all our pictures. They're going to be all over the FUBU yes. website. And maybe we'll get a little uh, in Times Square. And I mean, I'm, oh I'm literally, God. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting that into the universe. In the meantime, yes. in between time, I'm your man, Mr. Mech. And I'm Crystal Levin. This has been the Eminem and M Show, a.k.a. the okay. show. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. Do us a favor. Go get laid. Peace. Take some pretty pictures, too. While you're getting laid. Yo, what up? This is Flex Alexander. It's your man, man, Carl Payne. And you're listening to the Eminem and M Show. Okay. We're not just a radio station, we're a movement. The all-new FUBU Radio. Playing the hip-hop and R&B hits of today and yesterday.